0: I am Montserrat Cano, and this is SEO in 2023.
1: Monsi, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023?
0: My number one tip for SEOs in 2023 is audit your website frequently during the year to help you be more strategic.
1: Okay, frequently, how often is frequently? How often do you audit?
0: I often recommend it to you. It all depends on on resources, right? But ideally, it would be a couple of times during the year two big audits, technical audits and positioning audits, etc., etc., during the year. But then also um, every month or so, you should be monitoring your. Website, your positioning, what kind of content is being picked up by Google, whether that content is actually producing any results for you, whether your competitors are actually ranking for any other type of content or format that you should be ranking for as well, and uh, just to be more visible.
1: So, what's the difference then between a bigger audit and a smaller audit? What specifically are you doing more to conduct a bigger audit?
0: I I believe that um, I mean from experience the bigger audits would actually be more to do with technical stuff technical um, technical positioning just 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 um, to make sure that all the websites are performing correctly and that there are no um, security issues. This are not to do specifically with SEO, but they do affect the um, website's performance and also. Every single brand's uh, digital PR, digital output as well. Um, I would do that, speaking web, and uh, yes, most, mostly it. But also, I would conduct bigger keyword research as well. Um, a bigger, a bigger audit into what exactly it is that you have been doing during the year in terms of. Uh, Keywords that you should be looking for that they are not uh, producing any benefit or anything any benefit anymore. Et cetera, et cetera. Those, those, mostly those things. Okay,
1: interesting. So you're saying conduct a bigger set of keyword um, research or refresh your keyword research every every six months or so. So that's that's an interesting part of it. But you also initially talked about um, the importance of auditing the. Of technical health of your website, the, the speed of your website, things like that. So if you work in a large organisation then, should you be working in conjunction with an IT department to get this audit done and hopefully get them involved in it as well?
0: Oh, definitely. SEO is not um, an area where you have to work in isolation and it is Terribly important that you do work with other departments, and you should actually be very good friends with the uh, IT department, the developers, uh, who will actually help you with the more um, technical aspects that they are um, ex- experts in. So, for example, you can you can audit the website with you your colours of choice, like Majestic, etc., etc., and. Um, and you, could, um, and you could see perhaps things that might actually be not um, appropriate like for example um, HTML or um, tags that are breaking the head These are tips that you could actually um, give your developers um, so that they could look into them Perhaps they are not as important as you think as SEOs they are but maybe they do think they are, or the other way around. So this is just uh, a way for you to help them to uh, monitor the, the, the website as well. So just to help them do their work, and then at the same time, um, it does affect in your neural in your work too.
1: So from the audits that you conduct then, um, what typically are you finding which are quick wins to improve the speed of a site?
0: It's typically, typically to do with um, with with images, images are typically the the kind of things that you would look into. One of the first things that you would look into as well. Sometimes these these images are just too big, and they and they are not necessarily they don't really need to be that big at all. So why why having them? I think um, I think compressing them, compressing them would be an option, a very good option. But I also have to say that looking into the images of the websites after an audit is a project by itself because of the amount of images and graphics that we, we tend to use onto um, the different websites, um, it doesn't really matter whether it's e-commerce, whether it's SaaS products etc. Et it doesn't matter we tend to use a big number of images and um, and it's important, it's important that they are compressed but then at the same time it's, it's, it's a whole it's a big, big job. For this reason, as just tapping into what we said back on a a previous question. You need to work with designers, you need to work with um, developers as well to do this.
1: So are CMS systems getting better at doing things like automatically changing the quality and file size of images, compressing images? Or is this something that really still has to be done on a manual basis? Um, Do you have to automatically or, or crawl audit to see what images where are too big on your site every few months?
0: I think from my experience a manual audit is still still necessary. And I also believe that there are very cute um, very good CMS and very good add-ons out there who can help you, some plugins who can help you that can, can help you with your Websites audits in different ways, and this is one of them. But still, I think a manual audit is better than just having a CMS or a um, or a machine just do that. Or maybe you can start by doing that, and then just check whether whether this is something that you should really be focusing on. Because um, one of the things that um, one of the benefits of any audit of any kind. Is that it helps you identifying issues that you perhaps didn't know that they existed, yeah, or issues that were perhaps deprioritized before you came along, and one of them can be these images. But then you have to kind of um, think about your own resources, your um, the state of things at this moment in time, and just to think about whether you need to do it, whether you need to look into images or not. Um, uh, just uh, what I'm saying, I guess, is just prioritise properly because um, a lot of the staff, a lot of the things that we do need to be prioritised. Uh, just uh, think about core web vitals. Yeah, when they came along, everybody was like, "Well, <laughs> we need to look into core web vitals." However, that includes images, by the way. However. Sometimes looking into code web items and fixing certain things can actually break others so you have to be really, really careful and so you need to be able to prioritize and deprioritize accordingly. Yeah, And this is another reason why you need to audit, because sometimes you deprioritize things that after a while they become a priority so you have to understand, understand what you have to do at that moment in time.
1: So you talk about doing a manual audit, but obviously you use software to do this. So, what's your favorite software for doing audits at the moment?
0: At this moment in time, I'm using a combination of um, of, of, of tools, which I think is the best is the best option. I'm using Screaming Frog, I'm using I'm using Sitebulb, and um, Semrush. Um, some I have used Majestic as well. So I, I think a combination of different tools is the best way. When I'm talking about different um, manual audits, it's more like checking first perhaps with a, with a tool and then just checking manually whether what the tool is actually giving you is actually correct, Yeah, like whether it is actually appropriate, whether it is actually that you need to do.
1: So you mentioned four different tools. Um Tools there. Uh, what are you looking for? I mean, I, I presume that you're not looking for the same thing from the different um, software that you recommended. Um, but you, you could, I, I guess, be looking at uh, checking the accuracy of data, but it's more likely that you're looking for different things from different um, software tools that you're using. So maybe taking Screaming Frog and Sightbulb there, the, your initial two tools that you mentioned there. What are you looking for specifically from those two individual tools?
0: I use screaming frog for um, just normal everyday checks or very quick checks and I tend to use sidebulb when I first come into a project or when I need to use a much bigger a much bigger project because the kind of insights it's not I mean both tools are amazing and they give you a wide range of insights but I think Side is a lot more visual as well. So if you want to do a bigger audit, you need to um, be more. Um, uh, you, you want to you want to save time by just looking at the different graphics that you can find. It's, mo- it's more visual. Just, that's what I'm saying, and then it can help you save time. Whereas um, side um, sorry, is more num- uh, number crunchy. that makes sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now the topic of your recommendation was to conduct more audits in order to be more strategic. So, how do audits help you be more strategic? How do you use the data that you find?
0: It's all about it's all about providing the search engine algorithms with content that is going to be useful to your target audience. Content that is going to answer their queries, content that is going to help you um, convert uh, with conversions, and uh, content that is going to be making you look good uh, from a digital PR perspective, so to say. What content that is going to be helping your brand as well. So this is the the, the strategy, and this is the I think the, the main aim. The benefits, the benefits are very 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 big, but I think they are mostly to do with mostly to do with uncertainty, the concept, the concept of uncertainty so at this moment in time we are living in uncertain times not just from a um, political or economical circumstance but also from a an SEO perspective so just looking at the SERPs every day you can see different tests that are being performed in the different markets so what we can see say India or we can't see it in Sweden or the UK, Spain, etc. Uh, only this week I have seen two very good examples of um, search results where there was no clickable link in there. And they are not time and dates, but they are that, that kind of that kind of format, and that is really, really interesting. I don't know whether that is a test or what, but it's just, this is something that you need to be prepared for. So. So yeah, it's in a way. Audits will actually help you to be more prepared for um, whatever might happen. Any algo updates, any uh, just just like the medics, etc., etc. It will help you with the uncertainty of times as well. Because at this moment in time, all that all that we know about is our brand, our website, our output, etc., etc. And that we need to master that is very very important for us to master our audience how is our audience performing, I'm sorry not performing, um, uh, interacting with our content, where are they clicking, what kind of formats they prefer, etc etc and that is something that again we need to master because without that we are absolutely nothing I mean just imagine the the the, the Antwap tapes or the weights that um, Google is actually putting on trust, authority, etc., etc. We, we just need to be prepared for that. So, um, when you do an audit, it, it can help you. It can help you understand what is your current state, and then can help you prioritize and plan ahead for the year. What it is exactly that we need to do to stand out on the SERPs? Is it this kind of content? Is it this kind of keywords because the kind of keywords are not performing well? Is this something that we need to improve? etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And also there might be ongoing projects at this moment in time that we can inform with that as well. For example, again, Core Web Vitals. Maybe we were looking into Core Web Vitals as a side project. yeah. And maybe just because we did have a little bit of time, but maybe after an audit we realized that we are not ranking for a type of content that our competitors are ranking for. So we need to kind of maybe shift priorities in there.
1: Interesting. So it's not just... Auditing your own website, it's auditing the SERP as well and seeing how opportunities change because what you're delivering at the moment to Google may not necessarily satisfy what it's looking to present to its audience for different search terms in the future. Once you've shared what SEOs should be doing in 2023, so now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. What's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023?
0: Well, I have been talking about content all along and to help you be more strategic and everything, but also producing more and more content just for the sake of producing content, which I know many brands are actually doing, is counterproductive, completely counterproductive. It it basically um, doesn't help with your resources. Um the satisfaction work satisfaction is not is not just not there because you are pressed for time and have been there a few times. and also you don't just have the time to measure the importance of that content, how those um, how your uh, how your audience is performing oh sorry <laughs> how your audience is interacting with that content, whether they are clicking on it, whether they are leaving their data, whether they are basically buying something for off for you it's, it's very it's very important that you actually do that and with contents being published every week it's not is not perhaps the best option so you have to be more strategic about content just like about everything else really um, so if, if you identify certain type of content that needs to be produced you need to think about the sources that you have to employ to be able to produce it. You make a calendar and think about what times, what dates you need to produce that content, what kind of keywords need to go there, and also the the tracking as well, uh, how important that content is.
1: Moncey Cano is a senior digital marketing consultant based in Madrid, Spain. You can find her at Moncey Cano on Twitter. Monty thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book over at seoin in 2023.com